feel like we always gotta start with animal words. You said what now? I feel like we. I know. I, I one. I have to learn how to talk. Two. I feel like we always start with air horns. The talking oh, thing yeah. is real because I don't have to go to work and I don't have to switch my voice as often. Yeah, the code mm. switch is dead. Yeah, I, I got a sponge now on a job being there with a do rag. My video calls. I haven't had a conference call without a hat since March. You, we were on a panel and you had a hat on. Yeah. So let's, let's yeah, talk about you that. had a hat <laughs> and a hoodie on. You dog. really violate no, in a different just space altogether. Hey man, it's the brand now. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> uh, okay. Welcome. It's been a while. This is dedicated to Ooh. the lovers. Ooh, nice I like that. Funky. I like that. Marky Misfits. What episode is this? Oh damn. Oh man. I had it written down and I forgot. <laughs> Check check marketing misfits episode. I still don't know. We still don't know. I, still I don't am know. Mike Summers. Dave Smith. Duke McHenry. We'll give you the episode in a second. <laughs> Leather in the summer, silk in the winter. This is such an art. Where do I begin? I used to sing ten. Three, three. Church yes, sir. Five. It's our Jesus episode. Jesus Amen. Oh, that's Scotty Pippen. Back like Pippen. When I come she ain't even trying to look sexy. But even if she was, so what? Motherfucker, grow up. Don't mean to be so abrupt, but that lets me know that she's a human being. And, and being human's hard on the boulevard. boulevard. Ooh, oh, you got it bad. <laughs> Glad I'm not one. But yet you got it good. You are the hot one. But I'm Andre. Benjamin Andre, to be exact. Mm. She hoped to meet a gentleman one day. Well, this is that. Ooh, we are back in the studio. <laughs> Styles and Jada. You're right. <laughs> that is an amazing duo. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Bow Wow and Amarion. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let, Let me hold me. you down. <laughs> Let me. Hey, That's man. great. Don't be at our scream tour. <laughs> uh, Made a lot of money off that. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 33 of the Marky Misfits podcast. Um, just welcome back to the studio, guys. How you guys been? I haven't seen I haven't seen you in, in real man. life faces in this setting. Well, I saw you last night. Yeah, I saw you last night. <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> I seen I seen Dave, but yeah. yeah, you know. I real talk. That's right. You did come. N- to now that we're on the mic, I can admit I saw Jeff running in the park, but I didn't say anything. Prospect. Oh man, oh, Fort Green. Oh, what you were you running for? Green Park. Fort Green Park. Uh, running from the police, like everyone else. Yeah, yeah man. well, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Be going around. Doing that. Message. Not be running these days. Yeah. Um. Mike, you've been running too, though, actually. I have been running, man. You've you been into it. I got I, bad knees. Yeah, I went to Mississippi gang weight and then lost the weight when I came back. And now my speed is getting up and all that there kind you of go. stuff. You're moving yeah. lighter. You're like skinny mellow right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I told my Mississippi family, I was like, I, I've lost 10 pounds since I left y'all. They're like, we found them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I said, just keep them there. I'll get them when I come back. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, so we have a, a beautiful, beautiful episode for everyone today. Um, I think today we want to do, we want to give you a couple of, um, uh, snippet episodes for the next three episodes. Um, first of all, a lot of, a lot of movement within the culture, um, positive and, 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 uh, positive in terms of momentum, um, on, on bad subjects, uh, been happening over, over COVID. So we'll, we'll kind of go through a few different things. Um, we'll start off on a real, on a real good note. Um, we're going to go into entertainment. Um, so a lot of big things happen since we, we've, we've last seen each other. Um, Let's start with the biggest in, in my POV, um, Black is King. Mm. Um, Beyonce's uh, partnership with uh, Disney um, for Lion King, which was featured in, in the movie um, and did the soundtrack. What, what Actually, question, was there one soundtrack or two soundtracks? 
Yeah, it was there's, one. There's one, yeah. Was there one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like the American Gangster model where, where Jay-Z is included oh, in had a his second. Own separate. Oh, that like would an inspired by joint. And then yeah. they had like an official soundtrack. An official, yeah, like this sense. was actually in the movie. No, songs. not in this case. Yeah. So soundtrack a year later-ish, a little less than a year, um, drops the visual roughly an hour um, video on Disney+. Plus. Um, I mean, I watched it four different times in the first weekend, um, just in different settings, not because I'm... Someone's a Beyonce. I'm like, what are the different settings? Like, talk setting. to me, Mike. Yeah, I was I was real mixy that week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but love you guys. Just just kind of hot take on um, what it meant to you, what it meant to the culture, all that good stuff. I'll start. I think uh, living with a member of the Hive. Shout out my wife. Mm. Uh, I think that it's excellent for many reasons, but right now. She has found a way in her own artistic manner to kind of bring together the diaspora in a very interesting way. Um, A lot of the Lion King, you know, when you first think about it, obviously Simba Nala. But now we have some art. We have some African countries that we can point to in the visual that she used. So I just I just like her like her moves. Beyonce is definitely out here doing, you know, things for the culture for sure. It's impactful. It's impactful for a number of reasons. I think for me, like it's. It's kind of an embodiment of who I am as a person because I am a first generation Ghanaian American. And so there is that I've always felt like I've lived within two worlds, like the world of my family, this very traditional old school ties back to Ghana and then the black American culture in America, which I know probably the best of any anything else. And this is a nice like blending of the two cultures. And it was a, it's a great display of, of our beauty and, and our creativity and, um, that part is like that part is the main part that like touches your heart, but the other part is like Disney on one. They know what they're doing. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like they knew. I think this was probably something that they did that was part of her deal to be on as Nala, and like this was like the back end piece. So the, you could look at it as phases. I think this was like phase three of that entire like rollout, um, and it probably just made sense because maybe they would have dropped it earlier, but since the pandemic happened, it was like let's hold on to this because we've already done it shot it, it's already done let's hold on to this when the scarcity of new content you know dries up let's go ahead and drop it and i think they dropped it kind of at the perfect time because everyone stopped what they were doing and they watched it for sure no, that's real I, I think like for me at least to y'all point i love what it represents i love what it represents to the black community in terms of actually critiquing it i need to understand what i'm critiquing it as if mm-hmm. i'm critiquing it as a film the visuals are incredible. I do not know what the plot was. Couldn't follow it. Didn't yeah. understand it. Well, I like, think it was essentially it was Simba's visual life. album. Yeah, it, it was it, supposed it, to be, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. It was Lion King as a black boy, as a like a, a young black African boy. I get that, but I'm saying like even in terms of how the the songs were kind of dispersed throughout the film, in terms of like the the things that you were supposed to take away from the different scenes, I couldn't follow it. So I'm I'm. I'm, I'm, I think I'm almost with you because I, I do um, I do think Lemonade was more entertaining from a story perspective yeah. and from a musical perspective. Mm, the, okay. the quality of content that came, the the visuals, the aesthetics, the the artistic um, ability to kind of the visual um, aspects that came through here were were unmatched. Because that's my only point is anything that Beyonce does, I already expect to be visually stunning. Yeah, amen. Like in the Knowles family. Like Solange as well. That's so true. like anything that they do, I expect a certain sort of quality in the visual aesthetic. So then what I'm evaluating it is based on the storytelling. And for me, that's where I wasn't able to follow the story. But again, 
I enjoy what it represents. I understand how important the film is. Just for my personal taste, it, it wasn't necessarily for me. Disney own one okay. now. They were on one with this. So I, gotta, I, I agree. I got a couple and questions Hamilton for you guys. Um, y'all didn't know I had questions today and stuff to do. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. We, we figured you, you're uh, loquacious, brother. You, we figured you'd give us something. Loquacious. <laughs> <laughs> word of the day. Yeah, like, word of the day. Stu's word of the day. <laughs> like, Stewart's corner. Um, I, I want to know you guys' POB on all right. So, so we, we respect B and we respect the content. Um, I want to know like where, where and if the line is drawn in terms of that type of content and the source that it's coming from. And and what I mean is, let's say, name whatever company we deem as being a white company, Walmart, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, All of them. Most yeah, exactly. Most, most, <laughs> yeah, most of them. Exactly. Can they, um, particularly when we start stepping. Stepping into places that are very, very close to black culture, like Africa, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. things that are that are very, very ingrained into the community. Um, what is the what is the balance of those companies? And I'll give you a little bit of my perspective because there's one, there's one side of you don't want to be the white company talking at black people. You want to talk within the community, yep. but then you also are getting a certain level of um, there's level level of humility you need and a certain level of a respect you need of being in that community and you don't want to be appropriating. So like, how do you balance those two things? If you're, you know, Walmart and you want to, you want to do something like Beyonce, but you don't know if you can or cannot. Hmm. Man, you got to give the money to the people that hold the keys for that and get the hell out of the way. I think that's when you can strike that balance. It's like, be the resource. That's the financial resource to pay for whatever we need to foot the bill because you have the platform and the resources and and to empower a person that understands the culture, that's of the culture, um, to do whatever they think creatively will get the message across in a way that's authentic and and viable. Yeah. I actually want to double click on that one. Mm-hmm. Double click. Double um, click. So so where where's the where's the line drawn in terms of um, if you hire a black creative to come on, on to, to to Walmart to do it is. Is that it, or are you saying that there needs to be something given back to the community? What what what's the level? Yeah, I mean, if you if if you think that that's going to help, right? I mean, Jeff, I think you could speak to this a little bit more yeah. with your Jordan brand uh, execution, which I think is a perfect example of what you're asking about. It's like, yeah, you get the message out, and you can also give that money back to the community to help fund grassroots efforts for whatever's going to be either education or sports yeah. or or film or whatever's going to be. I think that gives a lot of balance there too, but I think that the first step is always to bring in the black creator to tell this story as opposed to you telling it and you have no understanding of what the hell you're telling. Yeah. I, I think it, it varies in many ways because, <clears throat> excuse me, we've seen a lot of different brands kind of contribute to the conversation in different ways, right? So we send some brands financial contribution. It's just like we're donating our money to all these different organizations. That's that. We've seen other brands say like, you know, like uh, Vogue just did in the UK, where it's basically like we're going to give our platform to black activists, put them on the cover of the magazine, have them sort their stories be featured. There's that way as well. And then we've seen Ben and Jerry's. Then we've seen like just like <laughs> going just straight like messages of support for the community and giving people tools to educate themselves. So at least for me. I don't necessarily think there's a right or a wrong way to do it, but I think it's just important to understand that there's lots of valuable ways to contribute to the conversation. And you know when it feels wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's it, a fact. It's like, mm. Yep. I think what's unfortunate is that with Disney, 
they do have a history of being racist. If you go back and think about when they, Disney Plus was first released, mm-hmm. they came out with a statement and said, hey, some of these things may be a little culturally insensitive mm-hmm. these days. So to everybody's point, I think that it's about understanding to get real marketing basics with it, like the brief. Yeah. When we sit in that room and we cut this check, we are going to check off on the following things. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think as long as that's clear and as long as, like you said, you know the intent of the company and, 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 and the people in charge, we're going to take that bag and use it to, to better everybody else. That's the realest so, joint, though. Like watching some things, like now you're like, damn. Oh. This would not fly today if it dropped yesterday. <laughs> so, so question two on that, which is less, it's less blackity black, but just more about the culture. Um, <laughs> blackity black now. Super black. Right. No, culture so, black. So we, we, we've actually, I've, I've talked about this separately before. Um, I think that this deal was, was stru- and I know nothing about this deal, but I think that this deal was structured in a very different way than any music video we've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. um, most music videos, even long form, Michael Jackson, Kanye West, or whatever videos that we've seen in the past, I think we're still kind of based off of a, um, a budget, a, a label budget that you got to promote your album. Yeah. So therefore, you yeah. went and made that content, you put it out, and it's promoting your album. This, um, it, it feels like she got talent um, compensation on this. Like, so one, she mm-hmm. feels like she got talent compensation because it's on Disney Plus. So they probably paid Beyonce to even do this. Yeah. Um, and then two, the production, if it was bundled with a movie, I imagine, and therefore the production was just next level in terms of the, the amount of dollars they would be able to put behind it for wardrobe, for dancing, for scenes, for, you know, I mean, choreography, it, just all that kind of good stuff. Who do you think, um, in terms of just global brands being people um, in entertainment, could, could demand that same type of contract? Well, we just saw it with Drake. Nike. I was just about to say. So, so walking. man, I, yes, yeah. absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's a billboard. That was a that was a walk in Nike billboard. It was brilliant. It, it was. was, it, it, was it, it was brilliant. And yeah, so Drake would definitely be in the conversation. And frankly, he's already done it. So yes. that would be one person. But I should agree. I, I think um, I think Drake can do it. I think uh, I think when Kanye acts same for three months, he can do it. Um, <laughs> he's been, I mean, he just got the gap deal. Like we, he's he's proven over and over again that we have a short memory and. We, we allow him to do whatever he wants to. Is it we or is it? We being everybody. Mm, okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, look, you can't see my face. I never started on yeah. Kanye. Yeah, man. we, we talked about um, that. That's a tangent. Go ahead. Um, I would imagine uh, Taylor Swift um, could probably yep. do it. Yeah, she could. Um, maybe a Lady Gaga. Um, mm. um, yeah, just wondering who you think you could demand that. I mean, I think it also depends, like, who has an artistic vision to be able to do something like that, or even in Beyonce's case, to be able to hire the the right amount of creatives to work yep. on something like that, you know? Because to your point, like, Drake did it in the in the in the sense of doing it in the recent music video. Would he be able to do a full film? I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know that part. I think if you were to say Kanye, I think he could probably do a full film. Like. This is where I was kind of bringing up the point about uh, the the project in the first place is like, what are we evaluating the content as? And also to that, like, this could be a whole new brand of content in itself that we're seeing in front of our well, eyes. Well, that's why I mean, you know I mean? I, I'm saying the deal, not necessarily oh, the, the art. Deal. Okay, so sorry. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be Drake, you know, dancing in a river with his thighs out. You know, it can, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, art comes in different forms. Yeah. Like this podcast is art. The LeBron's the shop is I art. I got you. I got you. Know, you. There are ways of shaping art that I'm don't following. have to be. I'm following Beyonce's. Yeah. So who could command the bag? 
Okay. I think Pharrell could. He was I, think, I think that's he I think that's that one too. that we wouldn't think of ordinarily, but I mean he's done it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I think I believe in his cre- to this point. Your point is like who could, who could have access to these resources if they decided to lean in? I tell you, who, and yeah, the art. I think the art's important though. And who will, <laughs> who will do it is Kendrick. And like, I think so. And I think with somebody like Kendrick is interesting too because he does check both those boxes. Like. Kendrick can go hide for like three years and come out and, and he going to tour. He going to have film, visuals, music, and a deal like this would make sense for somebody like him because he would always, he would probably similar to what uh, Beyonce did in, in Africa, he would do in Compton. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that he would find a way to be able to merge those two worlds together. He could command the bag and he could execute the vision. Mike, I think another interesting kind of connecting point to who could command it is, whose story is also as broad, right? So we said that Beyonce has taken on the African diaspora and said, okay, I want to tell a story about that via a movie that already grossed billions of dollars for Disney, right? So it feels like almost a perfect storm. So the real question is like, what other story is as beloved? Yeah, yeah you know, true. And, and what totally. other thing can we, can we really amplify? True. Um, we're going to roll to the next topic. One thing, um, I just want to bring up because you brought Kendra Lamar. Kendrick dropped an, an agency earlier this year yeah. called that PG Lang, and I still don't know what the hell they do. Um, I'm, the rollout was pushed back. Yeah. I assume, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm assuming COVID messed say, it all yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> that's my guess. Because I'm very interested. Um, it's called PG Lang, um, and, they, and they position it as not an ad company. It's an ad service company, but they're very vague in terms of what they do. Did we not talk about this on here? No, I think no. we talked about it when I was looking for an agency. And, uh, and, uh, uh, that could have been it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. All right. Next topic. Um, really, well, while we're on Disney's plus, let's just get into this Milan, um, this Milan drop. So Disney, Disney, um, was working on, uh, a, a, a Mulan movie that was coming at, up. Um, COVID kind of delayed the theater release. So what they're doing now is releasing it on Disney plus for $30, um, to, to watch it. One time, or I don't know if it's twenty four hours or whatever, but a, but a one time drop for thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. Just thoughts. Doing it or not doing it? Um, <laughs> do you think it's sustainable? Let's start there. Uh, I think it's sustainable for the right movies. I don't think it's sustainable from a broad category. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I think um, there's an aspect of co viewing that makes this you know make sense, but it also is tough because it's still COVID. But if you were like feeling like okay, like if it, let's say this was Tenant. I would pay that, and I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, but Mulan ain't the one for me it personally. F- that f- feels so pricey, bro. It does. Feel Yo, like but, that, like but it's sticker say, shock to the. Let's say you and your wife are going to the movie theaters. It's the same price, bucks. except you get to stay home with your drink and your food and whatever you order out. This is very true. And you know, but it also, I, I, I agree with that point. But I think that I dig deeper into. <laughs> I want to pay for something new. That's what I'm saying. And this, I just this isn't. This isn't. That's my point. Yep, is this yeah, isn't yeah. the movie to launch this on? Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like this would. Mm. Like for this, it would be like the next Marvel movie. Then it's like, oh, I'm yeah. paying that thirty dollars, and Widow I'm, and I'm good. Yeah. I'm well, paying for uh, two, two level set, and I know consumers don't care. They spend about two hundred million dollars on yeah, making. They got to Absolutely, that cost. I get that. But it's like you can keep pushing it back, and we just not gonna care. Or you could re- recoup your your money. In, in a calendar year, which yeah. is usually how they forecast. 
I'm in a slightly different camp. I, one, as a consumer, I hate it because I think it's BS. Yep. I, I do think these streaming platforms are just cutting out cable. You have and, the best TV here, by the way, like in your house. Like of everyone. <laughs> I haven't even seen anyone else's. I just know your TV is amazing. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so if you don't care, I'm coming to use your TV and watch you Mulan. Got it. You, got it. you know what I'm saying? It, um, it, it just... I, I think they're they're cutting. I I, I think boxing, uh, anything pay per view, we do it on on the man. Pay fifteen dollars every time, every now and then. A little more than that, but yeah. Yeah, I I I I just think I paid twenty dollars for a movie before on 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 demand, like on iTunes or whatever. Yeah, I'm I, I'm actually hoping nobody buys this, by the way, because I don't want the, this to be sustainable. <laughs> so I, I would like, agree. Yeah, I as a consumer, agree. but um, it's a, this is a bridge plan. Yeah. Until the shit opens up, can we maybe, agree on that? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if I had the option, I don't know if, it is. If, so, if I had the option of, if we if we were able to get to a point where we could normalize being able to go to movies again, like I I would do that. Like I'm even down with drive-in movies. Like I'm totally cool with that. Like I would go and watch it. I think that that's a great, you know, medium to watch. It's very old school, a little retro. Our generation as millennials are naturally nostalgic. We love old shit for whatever reason. I can't really explain it, but. So to your point, CEO um, Bob Chappelle, yeah, right? the new Bob, the second Bob, Bob too. Oh, not Iger. Nah, he, no, he, no, he no, the new one. Um, they had a great handoff. Yeah, because they both have the same. Give first it name. to a Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. yeah. I'm gonna pass it to Bob. Thanks, Bob. Um, but but yeah, but um, so uh, what he said. Uh, commented, although Milan was a one-off event inspired by the movie's delayed launch in theaters, he hopes it will provide Disney with learnings for the future. Um, asked if Disney's pre-release research um, suggested that straight to your mom's couch release of Mulan. Why do we on mama couch? Mm. Uh, release of Mulan was commercially viable. He replied, "All I'll say about our research is that a premier access offering not only gets us revenue from the original transaction, but also acts as a fairly large stimulus for signups to Disney yes. Plus." Yes, yes, and exactly. you know that's all that it's about. I also disagree. This isn't the movie. <laughs> See, I don't. I, I mean, not for me either. But I do know a good amount of people that were really looking forward to the release. But I don't even think it's about the release at all. I think it's more about what you said about trial period. I think it's about what you said about subscription plus. Mm-hmm. So, like, we you got to also understand it's like so if Disney Plus is like I can already get y'all to pay what is it five ninety nine or whatever for this service, and on top of that I can whenever I feel like it. Mm-hmm charge you a premium cost for something that I deem is worthwhile, mm-hmm. that's a whole different business model. And you'll see a lot of subscription models start to do that yeah, I'm probably staying, too. I'm, I'm sticking with Boy Meets World. I'm good. I, I don't need to see Mulan. I'm straight. Yeah, that's, no, that's, why, feel, I got, that's why I got this. Yeah, but that's... What, for but, nostalgia. I, I hear that. You see but, what I'm saying? But that's like a personal choice. But yeah. if, the business, if the business side of it does work out, then you have a world in where they can say, you know what? This release, I deem worthy of a premium and I'm going to like... I'm going to charge this on top of the subscription fee. Yeah. So, like, I just feel like that is creating a whole new world. Like, I've been thinking a lot about this with something like Apple Music. Mm-hmm. So, if Apple Music decided they already charge a monthly right, we were fee, talking about this. and they said, you know what? Versus ain't free for none of y'all mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. This pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. They could do that if something like the Milan thing works. So, I'm just keeping my eyes on it as it relates to subscription models and then charging premiums on top of Well, that. the Versus joint is different. Because I feel like that's something that's not a redone movie that we understand the story that just happens to be a live action. Mulan ain't even in the top 10 of Disney movies. Let's keep it funky. That's the only you. reason why I feel the way I feel. I hear you. That's it. I hear you. That's the only reason Girl. why. But but yeah, Monica and Brandy, I'll pay for that all day. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Okay. 
All right. Okay. Let's so so since we're, we're we're talking about theaters too, let, let's get in there. Um, so AMC um, buy AMC stock. Uh, that's all I'll say. I got it. Look, let me let me get I bought my that right, hood right now. I was the first proponent of AMC stock. I let some people talk me out of it. I, I, I'm holding. I, I end up selling it and then miss the entire like three X bump. Off. Fam, <laughs> what are you doing? I know. I got it because of you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, and this was this wasn't even an analyst recommendation. No, this is just was a like, Mike Summers recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> it was three dollars. It, well, it was like it was two something. Yeah, I think it might have been one something. I bought at it point. at three dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. W- why not? You throw five hundred dollars into that and see what happens. Yep, yep. I agree. I agree. Um, and I keep missing the Tesla. No, that's something else. Yeah, we all missing Tesla. It's about yeah. to split though. We, we right, wait, right. Apple and who else is about to the thirty first Tesla? It is. A, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So a couple things. So one AMC is is back open. Um. With some new regulations, I think they're roughly forty four. They states. took the seats out. They took some seats out and made it. Like, no, it's forty percent capacity. So they actually right. took the seats out. Yeah, they took them out and like they they tried to separate the rows a little bit too. Now that they so they stagger the rows, yeah. so like where you can see like there's there's a clean there's no seat in front of you. There's a seat in the next row. Dope. Um, Dope. That yeah. way, everyone feels a little bit more comfortable about it. I mean, I still don't know that people are going to go. At least not initially. Yeah, exactly. And it's do, not in all states, so I think it's. I think movies are open in forty four states. I believe. Yeah, states the number. With, states not New York or LA. Space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So like, definitely not New York and LA. But have you seen the Tom Cruise uh, video? No, there's a Tom Cruise no. video floating around. Maybe maybe we'll post it on the, on the IG later. There's a Tom Cruise video floating around of him wearing a mask going to the movie theater to watch Tenet. Um, it's very interesting. I mean, it's like kind of like a PR campaign to get people yeah. to go. Yeah. 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 Who's in the go. theater with him? Uh, better be Will Smith. I just like wanted to know, like, could you see other no, people? Yeah. Okay. yeah oh, it, was a, it was a full movie theater, by the okay. way. Okay. Um, well, full, full by the full, full, for full, yeah, the full 40% yeah. or whatever the percentage is. But, yeah, I mean, look, they're starting to do PSAs to get people to go back to the yeah. movies, which, you know, I'm hopeful about that. So, so, so big drops. Um, you mentioned Tenet. Um, that's a big one. Yeah, huge. That, that's a huge, huge. one. It's but, probably the biggest movie of the year. But also, yeah, yeah let's, let's this side of Milan. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. When you're going against Milan, can we get some air horns for Milan, please? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Totally disrespecting Milan, yo. Oh, man. Damn. So let's before we get into it, Disney's gonna buy this pod too. We're gonna be long. <laughs> so the first big box office release, I believe, in the U.S. Because I know China has some 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 pretty big yeah. numbers that came out. Yeah. Um, was unhinged. Um, Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe, yeah. which scored uh, $4 million in the first weekend, which was considered a win for them, which wouldn't have been considered a win pre-COVID. But what was the budget for the movie? Isn't I don't know. They, I, I have not seen what the budget is. They, I think they're predicting it getting to $30 million U.S. Um, and I know week one, I believe, was $4 million U.S., $8 million ex-U.S., I believe. I believe was roughly, don't quote me, something around there. I feel like Russell, quote, Russell Crowe's quote is like $6 million a movie. So like, I'm, I'm really hoping that... like. Yeah, I'm hoping they get their money back. But let's say if they, you know, let's say they get what 60, 60 to ninety million dollars off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it's better than nothing, man. Yeah, but I, it's I like, think it's like I mean, you know, how many, you know how many people work out here full time on products that make a lot less than that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a true. big fact. It's <laughs> a big fact. It's a big sad one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the. End- the interesting thing to me, though, is like with the whole movie theaters thing opening up is like, how are they going to transform the movie experience? Because in reality, like people like 
like probably people mm-hmm. at this table, we would go to the movies. There, but not everyone's like that. To your point, even to talk about the Milan thing, it's like some people are like, "Yo, I'm at home. I got my snacks. I'm gonna pay for this. Like, it's all good." So, how are they going to transform the movie experience is one thing, and then also the type of films that'll go to theaters. So, like, that's Tenet, important. So. Like, because Fast and Furious 25 ain't going to hit the same at home. No, no, absolutely not. So those are the movies I feel like you're, it's almost like they might treat the movie theater almost like Broadway, bro. That's fair. Where it's going to be like less films. Mm -hmm. You're going to have more stuff that actually is tailored to the environment of a theater. And a premium. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so that's what's going to get people to come out. Because otherwise, like, there's certain movies I don't need to see in the theater. So you got my mind, my my wheels turning now. And it's just like, okay, so... Tenant, Mulan, all these other movies had big capital put up because COVID was unexpected. Yep. Are people even going to go that hard on production anymore when you can make a film on an iPhone? Well, you know? Okay, before we get carried away, question. because what we don't do a well enough job in the U.S. is looking at China because they're, in this case, um, probably happier than they're ahead of us mm-hmm. uh, for Corona. Uh-huh. Um, and they, the same weekend that we're talking about this Russell Crowe movie, um, the 800 opened up um, in China. All IMAX cameras in production oh, dope. Um, made $107 million. That's dope. Hmm. In theaters. Yeah. That's dope. Hmm. $107 million. So so I my, my general thing with Corona, honestly, is I, I, there are some things that are going to change, obviously, and we have to talk about those. I also question... Like what things are going to go back to normal? Mm-hmm. Um, there is a snapback that always happens. With we talk about the snapback within um, in racial justice, you know, that's what Trump is. Trump mm-hmm. was a snapback to, <laughs> to to Obama. Yeah. Um, so you know, there there uh, there just may be some type of bounce back. I don't know. Um, cool, man. I, I, and the last I thing I want to get movies, into man. on the entertainment hmm? uh, movies before we go off. Um, hmm? I think big prediction on, on it's probably not unique. Big prediction on the next big um, impactful culture uh, series, uh, Lovecraft Country. I love it. It's about to be the one. I'm telling yeah. you right now. I've it, watched both episodes twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep. Are you in it? You like that's this really your jam? I'm okay. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you real, real quick. I think that um, similar to uh, Watchmen. Yeah. While Watchmen yes. was based, actually, there's a lot of parallels. Okay, so both are originally. You know <laughs> you got it. The Hotep hat coming yeah, off. Like, so both, right? Assemble. Yeah, Dave just stretched. If you're not in the po- in the podcast studio, so no, I, I had to think about it, and I'm not going to go to Hotep. I think I think what I want to do, I want to stick with it from an artistic level, okay. and leave it with that. I think that they both found a way to take things that were white and or based on. Anglo-Saxon things yep. and have now injected a lot of melanin into it. Yep. Mm. Um, even down to, I don't know if anybody, if you guys have watched even the, the, fir- the first episode. The fir- it's not even a big, big spoiler. They do a great job of incorporating historic black yes. photos into moving picture. And just from an okay. artistic, like, you may have missed it, but hey, here's this Easter egg about something that you probably should know about if you don't know pertaining to black culture. And I'll leave it at that. I'm gonna keep it and real surface taken, level hotel. They've real, taken, real. <laughs> they've taken like yeah, they took old photos and recreated them as scenes yeah. within the show. Super oh, that's dope. That's and dope. one of one of the scenes which is great is like a, 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 it was like a lady and a child in front of a movie. Gordon theater. Parks color yeah, only. Yep. Yeah, and it was like very vis- vivid and it's like I've seen this somewhere. Why do I know this 
picture this why why is this scene familiar to mm-hmm. me it's cool I, I like stuff like that to your point the parallel is drawn um from watchmen in terms of giving you historical context and teaching you certain aspects of our Where they history. say the uh the medicine is in the sugar or sugar in the medicine or something something, something like that one of those yeah. phrases along those lines yeah finding a way to to teach you about things some your old uncle would say yeah you know i'm approaching that age <laughs> <laughs> some dave said i don't know but no i mean even just to the point of a sundown town and mm-hmm. young Twitter not even understanding that some black people could be killed mm-hmm. for being in places when the sun went down. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, is that real? Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is why yeah, your mom used to tell you get home before, before the, the street lights. Yeah. We talked yeah. about that yeah. in the group. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yep. Come on now. Talk All to somebody. Right. I'm going to step away. I'm going to step away. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Dave. Well done. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I wasn't supposed to play that song. That's all right. It's a sleeper. I love that song. Y'all know this one, though. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Exactly. You know well, I know this. You have a very sleep. specific bag, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard the song in almost yeah, five, what, man. 10 years. Yeah. I didn't do my pre-pro today, so I'm doing it off the dome. This is good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I respect it. <laughs> um, so thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to the Marketing Misses Podcast, episode 33. Nailed it. We'll be back. Um, my name is Mike Summers. Dave Smith. Stu Cornelius. Jeff McHenry. We'll be back next time. The fear of Great class. review. Tell a homie. The fear of time. Tell the homies, homie. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your auntie. Yeah. We'll see you next week. How's the cost of living? Time left, I've got to phone you now. <laughs>